Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. Coming soon to theaters, podcasts, film reviews, and so much more. Available at tristanmiller.substack.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. My name, as always, is Tristan Miller, and joining me today is Anam Chowdhury. How are you, Anam? I'm doing great. How are you? You know, I'm doing just all right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, pleasure to have you on, as always, and meaning pleasure to be around you. Um, do you remember the first movie you saw in theaters? The cinema. Mm. I'm trying to think because I saw a lot um, through Blockbuster. Nice. Um, videos. And the first That's one I th- saw in theaters, I think, was... God, I want to say 101 Dalmatians. Yeah? Because, no. Yeah, my family My family was really poor. So my, my parents didn't take me. It was my friends. It was like our family friends because they were our neighbors, neighbors too. Mm-hmm. Like their dad took all the kids, including us. And so I think that was the first time I saw a movie in theaters. The cartoon or the live action? The live action. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's like, what are they doing? A realist? That's fun. That's a hell of an introduction mm-hmm. to the concept of going to a movie. Yeah, Crazy. it was super fun. I think we went to like McDonald's afterwards and got like the Happy Meal or whatever. Oh, yeah. That was Because it came with a toy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> what, a, what a very pleasant introduction to movie going. Like, not only yeah. did you see a wonderful film, you can take it home with you. Yeah. 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 yeah it was really nice. That's lovely. Um, what's your favorite film that you've seen recently? I know you're going to Barbenheimer soon as of this yes. recording. But recently I mm-hmm. saw, I did a double feature with uh, Joyride and um, The Blackening. Okay. Excellent, excellent film. Like um, The Blackening was like, if you combine like Saw and Scary Movie, like those vibes and then made it about like, um, just a group of black people who go to like a cabin in the woods so it was very much and also friday the 13th it was giving all those vibes at the same time um and it was just so funny and i i'm not a big like horror movie fan only because i get scared very quickly i'm like 33 and i still can't do the jump scares not because like in the theater at home or wherever but also like it's the it's the post movie like um mm. my brain is now conditioned to like mm-hmm. hear things and <laughs> like be startled very easily yes, and yes. I am very susceptible to that I'm very sensitive <laughs> um, mm. and also I, I don't know if it's like an ADHD brain thing where like my brain keeps cycling through those images and oh, like yeah, yeah. I will keep thinking about them I will not stop thinking about them 
And so even if it's like childishly scary, you know, like anyway, so that's why I really like the blackening. It wasn't like too, too scary mm-hmm. in that sense, but it was still like in the horror genre, I guess. Um, but there were comedic moments that like very, it was very lighthearted at times. So it made it easy to watch. Um, and then Joyride 2, just fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. my God. And just to see like a bunch of Asian women doing it and they were all, you know, like you have like um, different tropes in a, in a, in a, like a, like girlfriends doing a road trip kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh, movie right and so this had that as well and it was nice to see like a non-binary character in there as well um who I think was also probably autistic I'm pretty sure (laughs) they they were uh, playing an autistic person and yeah it was just it was just a fun time it was like really great jokes I laughed I cried it was it was a good time yeah good I'm glad I'm I've been meaning to see Joyride quick before it gets Mm -hmm. knocked out by Barbenheimer It's truly like it's nice to have a, a couple of good movies in, but man, uh, take yeah, taking one for the team, Joyride. Um, I like that you're doing double features. I think more people should do mm-hmm. double features. Do you do yeah, that often? I mean, um, only when I'm stealing. <laughs> <laughs> there I it mean, is. The truth paid, comes I paid out. For both this time. I paid for both this time. And tomorrow somebody else is paying for me. But, you know, it's just so fun to just hang around the theater, just, you know, shooting the shit. I do I do it by myself. It's so fun. So no one can stop me. You know, like if you go with friends, they might have a conscience and I don't. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. As long, I think that's completely morally fine as long as you get something from the concession stand. It's victim's yeah, yeah, crime. Yeah, I do that. Exactly, because then you're supporting the theater and not the corporations, and you're fine. Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's so yeah. good. I wasn't expecting that response. I'm a big concessions person. I do the concessions thing. Like, I don't, like, I, I, I've I, never, like, cared for money that much. I'm not, like, a big, like, budgeting person. And so I stay poor. <laughs> but, like, at the concession stand, like, I, you know, I go all in. Like, I got to get my pretzels, the pretzels, the small ones with the oh, with the cheese. Mm-hmm. and the mustard um and if they got a big bavarian pretzel oh forget about it i'm done <laughs> forget like, about I don't it just do the popcorn i do those i do the big um uh, i what i want to call them like the the money shot snacks i don't know what, I, don't, I don't have a name for them like i don't have a i don't know how to describe them it's like the, the top the, shelf yeah top shelf there we go that's the yeah. word <laughs> yeah 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 the, the stuff that keep the behind shelf. glass yeah um yeah yeah exactly um normally i start with the uh, a different question but this leads really nicely into it what do you think is the best cinema snack oh that's a tough one none of them actually because i mean the sweet is too sweet and then the salty is too salty it's probably it's got to be the soda the soda soda. Mm -hmm. what soda do you get i usually end up with a coke Sometimes mm. I like to mix it up, but mm. I always regret mixing it up and I always go with a classic. Yeah. Mm. Do you, um, classic have you ever coke. done like a, like a hitting all the oh, of course. button? Yeah. Suicide? Yeah, I call that Skittles. No, I call it liquid Skittles. That's <laughs> much that's nicer. Like. <laughs> suicide? <laughs> yeah, that's what we'd call them growing up. <laughs> no, I uh, love doing that. Skittles is so much nicer. <laughs> um, yeah, because it, it ends up tasting, like, especially when you, it's just Sprite, Coke, Dr. Pepper, like just that and then the high c fruit punch yeah all those are the classic ones like i don't like the mellow yellow and the different uh-huh. flavors of coke and sprite that they got in the freestyle machine i can't do the freestyle machines i don't like those i like the 
the classic fountain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I sometimes dream of being a freestyle Coke machine, though. <laughs> Why? Because you have so many oh. options, right? That's true. You yeah, have unlimited potential, well, almost unlimited you potential. Turn into anything. Yeah, exactly. Like a, I'm thinking of like transfiguration, like in Harry Potter, but yeah, yeah, Because you can only be one thing, right? Yeah. If you transfigure, you can only be one thing. I guess so, like Mystique and X Men. Yeah, like Mystique and X Men. There we go. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it also speaks to how much of a people pleaser I am, where I'm like anything, I can do anything you want. <laughs> Uh, your accent I changes sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh it's very flexible it's almost like i don't have a personality um so the, <laughs> the first question um i always i generally ask is what is movie what is movie to you mm. it's it's an experience i mean not, not to get too deep like uh like superficially deep superficially deep is that even a thing that's, that's, that's an oxymoron, oxymoron um, like it's nice. yeah i like it like i don't want to be fake deep but like mm-hmm. really i mean i've enjoyed movies i grew up on movies all my life like even when i don't remember like the plot of something or characters or anything like that i'm very forgetful but like i just always enjoy that experience it's a great way to like go out and um decompress after work or you know when you're in a depressive depression episode like just to get you your creative thoughts going sometimes just to mm-hmm. have something to do um you know i've always enjoyed it by myself more but it's i love i love experiencing it with family and friends but like it's almost meditative for me to like watch it by myself and i love mm-hmm. a good like obscure um recommendation of something that i've never seen before maybe like a classic but to me it's obscure because it wasn't like Mm, mainstream mm. in like when I when I knew of it like um there's one the sunset express or something I forgot it's like and the whole movie is just two characters talking the entire time in a room and one of them is trying to convince the other one not to commit suicide that's the entire movie Mm. and it is so moving so I love I love someone giving me a recommendation of a movie like that and me getting to watch it by myself and experiencing it too and like getting to talk to someone about it um sometimes I go to a bar and I'll watch like a movie that they have on and the friend sitting next to me the one that recommended it like is giving me like a play-by-play of like do you know about the character about the actor about like that specific scene its history and like its significance I love that so much like yeah that's what movies are for me that's wonderful that's absolutely lovely oh thank you yeah um you mentioned you like going to movies alone do you do that when did that start and like I'd love just to hear more about why you prefer it Mm, it was kind of sad (laughs) that I was married and (laughs) um then divorced but like uh I didn't get to go out much like on dates and so I would just take myself out Mm -hmm. and there was nothing else to do in Connecticut like (laughs) you know I just just went Connecticut found dead in the ditch (laughs) Yeah, literally. <laughs> we would just drive to the movie theater and go watch whatever was on or you know, there was something interesting and I'd go watch that. Yeah. Okay. That's so it started, it started there. I think. Yeah, I think so. That's nice. I think I love going to a movie by myself. I think a lot of people think it's like sad or whatever. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. but I just it's so nice to just sit there with mm-hmm. the thing and just put your full attention on it, which is yeah. like even when you're at home, I almost said home. So you're welcome for me curbing my 
fucking stupid <laughs> mishmash of an accent. Um, Go for it. Thank you. Uh, anyhow, um, when you're at home and you're watching it, like I had a projector for a while, you know, and mm-hmm. just that experience of like fully going in with what the movie has to present to you. I think it's far easier to do that when you're kind of by yourself. Yeah. And if you have a gaggle of friends and you're, but you know, conversely, love to see a comedy with a room full of people, you know, it yeah, really helps sure. yeah. the whole process. Um, so I have other questions for you. Mm-hmm. Um, out of all of the Lord of the Rings characters, who has the best hair? <laughs> oh man. Okay, wait. Um who's that main character, dude? uh not frodo not frodo the, the one the one with the hair the one with the sword the one that rides on the horse <laughs> Ar- aragorn or you... Ar- aragorn 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 no i'm so stupid no it's you know orlando that. bloom's character oh legolas Fucking legolas yeah you love, you love the flowing yes obviously long if you hair. can have that long hair and like take care of it like fuck <laughs> me oh my god like i can't i want to shave my head every single day like do you see these lo- you see how long my hair has gotten the last time you saw me it was like up to here yeah yeah i want to i want to shave it off all the hair so if you can take care of like hair that long and i know it's a wig but still <laughs> he clearly has the best <laughs> hair as, as the character in the movie yeah, yeah. Not, like i i did say which character not which actor yes exactly yeah yeah because yeah. uh, they're all wigs heads up everyone's wearing a wig in that yeah. movie. <laughs> uh that's very good <laughs> i like the idea oh that's very funny uh if you could take care of it um what <laughs> uh what movie monster would you want to have sex with and it can't be a vampire (laughs) oh my god i have to think about this i've never thought about monsters in this context that's probably a lie um (laughs) (laughs) i have to jog my memory i'm probably gonna regret my notes afterwards once like everyone does i'll have you know 100 people Regret. can't do tv well it, i i guess you could do tv but you can't do like a vampire or something that's obviously sexy because that's cheating oh like, man so not the gargoyle from the gargoyle no that's great that's actually really good gargoyle uh, from yes, gargoyles uh, yeah which, <laughs> which one the which main one? guy the main guy the main guy i forgot his name uh, I, I don't know i didn't watch gargoyles growing up i wasn't allowed it was too oh, but scary you know, okay, okay. but okay, i know what you're talking scary. about it was it's, scary you know it was it had a little like it was a dark it was darker than the dark night yeah of that and the sorry batman animated series like batman animated series was dark yeah right it was very much like for a kid's show kind absolutely. of adult theme. it was a kid's show for a kid's show it was more adult themed absolutely like, yeah so i feel like gargoyles was like a, a step above that They're in like terms of metal. darkness mm-hmm <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you can tell all those gargoyles fuck. you can tell that yeah they definitely yeah they're absolutely getting pounded left they're or right jacked. oh my god i wanted to be the girl the detective in that show so bad like i think i had a crush on her i think okay <laughs> that was my first bike crush maybe i don't know no that's that a lie le- that leads me very nicely into the next question. Which was your first character crush that you remember? Was it her or somebody else? Um, I think the one that I actively like had a crush on because I was like pubescent was definitely Piccolo. 
from Dragon Ball Z, the green guy. Sick. That's so good. He's fine as fuck. Like, have you, and he's a great dad to Goku. A Gohan? To Gohan. No, I think he took care of both of them. I forget. Anyway. It's such a good answer. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. That's <laughs> uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, I definitely fantasize about him a lot. Showing up. <laughs> Sick. Um, uh... What what animal would you want to ratatouille yourself into success? Like you get to pick a mascot. It can fit under any the chef chef hat. Oh, okay, that's like what a I was concerned about. It's a big as it's bigger on the inside than it is on the out. It'll hide any animal. Okay, okay. It'll it'll fit in there and it gets mm-hmm. to control me. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins. Dolphins. They're smart as fuck. <laughs> They're smart as fuck. I would let a dolphin control me because I don't know. I want to know what it wants to do. Like, I want to know what a dolphin would do as a human, you know, like, because they're scary. They're like, they're, I worry sometimes. I mean, you know, like, you know, all those orca attacks that are happening. I feel like the dolphins are orchestrating them. Like, I feel like they're the masterminds and we're just not seeing them yet. They're like the, you know, the kingpin, you never see the kingpin. You only see the people on the street. Right, you always yeah, see the, yeah. the foot soldiers. You never see like the guy behind the foot soldier. So I think that's what I want. Yeah, dolphin, ratatouille, dolphin. Hell yeah, dolphin Hell doing yeah. me, dolphin doing me. <laughs> that's not a real thing. <laughs> the dolphin doing is good though. I like that. Um, uh, what's a film you'd like people to remember but they don't? Can it be animated? Yeah, anything, any movie um uh what's it called quest for camelot great movie i feel like nobody knows about it. anytime i talk to people about it, they're like no i've never heard of it if i didn't like, have that you was so good yeah that's it. introduced me to the concept of eric idol <laughs> eric idol and, and john cleese they play the they play the dragon oh got you oh my god yeah. the dragon um cornwall and is it wallace Anyway, but great movie, but Blade Beak, excellent comedic character for me growing up. It was it was the villain for me. Oh, <laughs> what is his name Gareth? No, that's the... I forgot. But he was one of the kicked off <sighs> knights of the Round Table. Yeah, and yeah. he had like this face and his body, and that song made me so fucking horny. Like I don't know why. He's a deeply <laughs> sexual character. I'm so sorry. The one with the pit where he's throwing everybody in the pit. Yeah, yeah. Where he's, yeah, that was exactly. so hot. Like, why was that so fucking hot? <laughs> Lord Ruber. The beat. Oh, man. Lord Ruber. I, I sometimes watch that music video over and over. I watch just that part of the movie over and over again. So the tape was like <laughs> worn out. <laughs> we all have something going on. We, um, yeah. You know, you know that's. But yeah, I would like people to remember that film. I think it was really. Um, it was. I feel like it was really well done, comedy wise, and the the romance between the the girl and the guy, the the blind horse boy was it was he a stable boy? Stable he boy. He yeah. was a stable boy <coughs> that got kicked out into the forest. Yeah, yeah. Like that. I think that's the first time I've seen a disabled character in in any like uh, childhood Mm-mm. cinematic piece. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 for sure. But that, played by Carrie yeah. Elwes. Always great to mm-hmm. hear his voice. Um, I sometimes randomly music. sing the song in it. Yeah, the the one where he sings. Um, uh, I know everything of the rock and stone. Yes, that yeah. one. That one. 
I start randomly singing it from the line, like, every tree grows on its own, reaches for the sky, I stand alone, I share my world with no one else, all by myself, I stand alone. Stand alone. That song goes so hard. It goes <laughs> so sorry, hard. Sorry. You have to hear me sing, I'm so sorry. You're absolutely, <laughs> I loved it. Um, also, the prayer off of that, which became like a billboard trop, um, topping hit outside. The prayer, I, it's the mom, the song the mom sings when the late leading lady goes yeah, off. The with the yeah, 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 I remember. I want to also correct myself. Really yes, I did notice that. If you can believe it, I did notice that growing up. <laughs> um, both of the the ladies that very hot. Um, yeah, uh, it's Don Rickles, not John Clayce. It's Eric Idle and Don Rickles play the track. Got it. Got it. Got it. Wacky. Um, the, yeah, they were a fun comedic role. The Griffin, great character. Yeah, all around great movie. It's only ninety minutes. Go watch it. Yeah, we watched it so much growing up. Um, Same. Finally, as always, final question: Why is Austin Powers just so sexy? You know, I ask myself that almost every single day. Get in my belly. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so weird i i have friends who like absolutely hate that movie now i don't know why but <laughs> I can't imagine. it's um i don't know there's a it's so funny when i watch something i was just like what is his sex appeal? like why are all these women like all over him but i guess it's the confidence you know okay if yeah. you have confidence you can bag a baddie like that you know that's <laughs> This is the baddie I bang by being a goofy little lad. <laughs> Just a goofy little lad. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. Oh. Oh, all right. Are you ready for the game? Oh, gosh. You, yes. Okay. Give you a word. I'm like very competitive, but then I'm also like so stupid. Like I will. Well, <laughs> well, then this game is great for you. Luckily, we're making okay. the movie together. So there's the only okay, person okay, you're okay. really competing with is yourself. Um, we got reinforce. We have reinforce is our the word. The word reinforce? Yeah, reinforce. R-E-I-N-F-O-R-C-E. Okay. Reinforce. Okay. Thank you, spelling me master. <laughs> um, um, all right. I you would wanna start? Yeah, go for it. If you have an idea, go ahead. No, 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 go, go. Okay, well. No, I don't. Ha- um, I, if you have something, I want to hear you out first. That's always how I go. I don't, I don't have anything. I'm just okay, the word so I think um, a guy, it's about a someone who has to come out of retirement to be mm-hmm. a police officer mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's like this, uh, <laughs> all the cops in his hometown got COVID or something. I don't know. Um, and so he's like, and this like, Oh my gosh. Uh I will have 10 minutes. Free meeting will end in 10 minutes. That's not enough. No, time. we gotta hurry up. Um, we've only been talking for 10 minutes anyway. Um, that's weird. Uh we'll figure it out. Anyhow, Wait, um Kristen, I can't yeah. endorse a pro cop movie. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think it is pro cop. I think okay. he comes out of retirement oh, okay. and then he or they, whoever we decide comes out of retirement and is like, well, this sucks. All of this is terrible. You were all suck shit. Back when I was a cop, things were different. Or it can be something completely different. Wait, 
wait, I like this so far. Mm-hmm. And then maybe slowly he uncovers the truth about the history of the police mm-hmm. in general. And then he realizes the reason that he doesn't have any other reinforcements is because they all decided that, you know, to follow QAnon and they didn't want to take the vaccine. And so that's why they all got COVID. And now he needs reinforcements. And so he's calling up like his like ex-cop buddies Mm -hmm. to come help him out and solve like a mystery that's happening like in town. Like this is like a B story in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, uh, he calls up his friends and they are like, yeah, we wanted to tell you this, but we weren't sure how you take the news because you were so such a gung-ho cop or something like that. And mm-hmm. so they're all on the same page now. Mm-hmm. They're all a cop. <laughs> they're still cops. Um, and what so- about this? <laughs> no, this is just a concept, not for the movie. Um, <laughs> people are like a cab, but they are police officers. So it is a suicide pack. Like, yes, yes, exactly. Yes. I the think the cop is a dead cop. The only good cop. Is- <laughs> <laughs> I cannot fully endorse that. Oh my god! I, they will come for me. They are in a certain. They're going to come no, for me. I know. Uh, yeah, but what I will say, what would be fun, would be if they do kind of realize that, and they're like, "Well, this thing has to stop," and so they mm-hmm. they fake all of their deaths, and then they use the insurance settlement to set up like a community center instead of a pol- new police station they like burn the police station to the to ground. reinforce the community exactly there it is <laughs> there we go there we go Bada reinforce. coming to theaters <laughs> in 2024 okay i like that um 2024 <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, i don't know if you know this there's a strike on i don't think we can move that quick my bad 2026 <laughs> uh non-union i guess here we go um <laughs> gotta start filming indie movies on our phone <laughs> Oh. <laughs> um i like it okay so the first chunk the first act is the all the cops are have like drunk all drunk bleach because they're trying to get rid of the coronavirus or something stupid like they're trying some <laughs> ivermectin, home... ivermectin yeah exactly they're doing some homebrew and so their guts are rotted inside out which is satisfying to see right away right because we're yeah. like these cops stink we can't believe we're seeing a cop movie in 2023 the year of our lord right and then so that happens so that's the first chunk then the second chunk is this mystery then the third chunk is him and the team the gang realizing that they can um get all the insurance money so who do we want as our lead do you think um i oh go ahead well uh, who's the dude from uh expendables um the one who Rocky, uh, Steven oh, Stallone, Sylvester, close. Sylvester Stallone. I it's told fucked you up that it's bad with names. Can I tell you though? <laughs> Steven Stallone sounds more reasonable than Sylvester. Hit the Sylvester's that, a weird ass name. Yeah, man. The first time we just let <laughs> him be a cartoon cat ass name. <laughs> so like, oh brother. <laughs> um, I think Sly oh, Sly says alone is great. Um, I think that's great. And then Sly. Yeah, Sly, Sylvester, Sly, Sly. Wow. Yeah. I like that. No yeah. thought of that as anything. That's cool. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, it's certainly can a rebranding have... from Sylvester. <laughs> can we can we have Danny DeVito as comedic relief as Perfect. one of the cops? As his like ex partner. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um 
I think uh, Michelle Rodriguez should be like one of the detectives. Um, for sure. Who, she definitely like, has a vibe for this movie. Yes. Oh, I think okay. she could have been someone who was on maternity leave. And so she didn't mm. <laughs> drink the bleach or whatever the hell. Right. Sick, so she's fine. <laughs> so she's not an idiot. She's like, I would never do that. These fucking fools. Um, so I think, by the way, we have like four minutes left. What I'll do is probably stop this meeting and start a new one and send you that. Okay. Does that sound good? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, great. Um, so I think those are our three like principles. I think that's great. We got mm-hmm. Danny DeVito, Sylvester Stallone. Michelle Rodriguez mean as um I think having David Harbour play the ringleader of the stupid cops because the movie starts you see David Harbour he's back as a cop again you know so we're like yes we're so on board for this and the first shot of him is just like again drinking some homebrew and then immediately dying (laughs) immediately (laughs) having to go to the hospital and you're like, okay, so this is not the movie that you thought it would be. Um, cool. That's the first chunk. Um, I think also Sly has to like go on and like assemble his team, right? Yeah, yeah, he's definitely on a on a hero's journey of sorts to <laughs> assemble his team for sure. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So I think he turns to Danny DeVito first. Yeah, I think. I think also Sylvester should only have one eye. I think that would be fun as like a okay. As what like Danny DeVito had one eye. Well, that was my initial thought. I'm like, he's already got so much going on with being a very little man. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but I like the eye. I, I'm gonna tell you that was my first instinct, and I'm glad you're on board. So let's have Danny DeVito with one eye. Maybe Sylvester Stallone has like some scar or something that has a backstory. I don't know. And and he goes for Danny DeVito first because he knows that he's uh, easier and he wants to go do like double team to go get Michelle Rodriguez because we know she's probably not going to be on board initially. She's like very like um, questionable. Like this is questionable. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But Danny DeVito is like somehow should Danny DeVito be her uncle? That's an interesting thought that somehow that Michelle yeah, yeah. somehow they're related and they have like their that's reasons insane. for not like clicking. Yeah. Like they had a falling out or something. Mm-mm-mm. And he's it like, ah, I gotta to tell it. you, I wouldn't yeah. normally ask you this of you, but I, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Can I tell you, it's such a testament to Danny DeVito as an actor that those um, Jersey Mike's sub sandwich commercials are so good. <laughs> wait, wait, is he in Jersey Mike Substay with commercial? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And he's really funny in him. He's very good. I gotta YouTube these now because I fucking love that guy. So Danny DeVito has one eye and it is Michelle Rodriguez's uncle? Mm-hmm. Dad? Adopted adopted dad. Let's make it so complicated for no reason. Okay. Adopted dad that she had a falling out with? Is are yes. we still going with that? Okay. I like that, yeah. Okay. I like that a lot. What was the reason? What was the reason for the falling out? He was a cop. Oh, Wait, I think that'd be isn't good. She also, she's isn't a detective, she and that's slightly different. Maybe she's a private. Okay, like a PI. Yeah, yeah. A PI. Okay, there we go. Um, great. So he's like, "Ah, uh, you're the only person that I can trust in this town because you ain't a cop." 
because this thing goes all the way to the top. See, we have to hire. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, fine, fine, fine. Um, I like this idea of her having a baby the entire mm-hmm. time. Like she can't get a sitter. Yeah. So she just has yeah, it yeah, like yeah. a Bjorn. Yes, <laughs> I was imagining. I sort of got, I was thinking that the whole time. <laughs> she just has the baby on her. At and there has time. to be a moment. There has to be a moment where the baby falls out. <laughs> Where she's falling out of a building or the baby's falling out off of a building. And it's just a very tense, like, two and a half minutes of slow-mo figuring out what the fuck is about to happen. Is the baby going to be saved? Or is it going to become splatter? And then I think Danny DeVito's got to save the baby. Yeah. And then then they're okay. That rekindles their connection, yeah. Exactly. Like, Like they're mad at each other. She's begrudgingly joining you know, with the mm-hmm. two of them and becoming a trio. And the whole time she's like hating it. She's like, you know, cussing him out, saying shit, whatever, giving him shit the whole time. And then that that moment at the climax mm-hmm. somehow rekindles their relationship. I, I agree. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, Cool. So that's them assembling the team, which is the first act. Mm-hmm. And then what kind of mystery? What, who, who's... Who is in charge of the corruption? And number one, everyone's in charge of the corruption of the police. But who specifically can we pin it on? Um, maybe it's like, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was I gonna just, say some sort of like, like some sort of like a uh, uh, land grab from someone, who, like some sort of like a uh, person who's been behind like controlling different areas of the town mm. the whole time kind of like a mafia ish but not it's mm. not it's not mafia but it's like a person who's just uh power hungry um it's gotta be the neighborhood watch right mm. it's like Maybe it's like a, in the neighborhood watch yeah 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 it's gotta be because that's obviously the rival of the cops and so they're like haha mm-hmm. i would never i don't trust the police but really Mm-hmm. they are part of the place i like the idea of danny devito also being retired not just because he has one eye but also because he doesn't trust cops anymore because mm. he's like i and so he's the whole time trying to convince sly hey you yeah. gotta just believe me on this and he's like oh yeah, you, know, you know i don't think uh, cops are fine uh, uh, you know. <laughs> no arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> well stallone is oh, and arnold yeah, is, he's, oh. yeah, he's like He's definitely got brain damage. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> I mean, he's got, I don't know, man. I can't speak to that. Maybe he's just Italian, but uh, yeah. <laughs> he's just from why, Philadelphia. Why he's got brain damage. Yeah, no. Nah, anyway, um, bloop, 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 bloop. Uh, but the whole time he's like, I don't know. I, I like being a cop. Uh, and, Here we go. <laughs> he's like, no, you got to understand. Um. <laughs> so he's the whole time it's been ah, da, 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 uh, back and forth and then finally they it comes to a head where they, he can't deny it anymore with this like them finding out more and more about the town and that like the first mayor of the town was corrupt and put you know set these precedents that mm-hmm. cops should treat certain people certain ways um and, and maybe those documents maybe there's like a maybe there's like a recording somewhere and Danny mm-hmm. DeVito actually had it the whole time but he was like too afraid because he had been silenced in the past where mm. that person is like now dead or something and so he's like comfortable because of the covid mm-hmm. 
that he's like finally that person ended up dying yeah now he feels like comfortable revealing that information to uh, to sty who's now like convinced 100 percent, and now he's just like something turns in his head and now mm-hmm. he's just like 100 percent going ham anti-cop going john ham convinced. Yeah, yeah, John Ham. <laughs> yeah, going John Ham. I like that. I, I like that a lot. Um, I like the recording or whatever. Um, what should it be? Recording? It's I mean some documents. I think I think a book, like an old book, would be mm. good. Or documents would be great. And I'm then yeah, where it's just like, I, the mayor of this town, hate anyone that's not white, and I have assigned the cops to also do that. Like, like there's always a person there's always a person in government like in those small town governments mm-hmm. who like takes uh notes or what do they call it not um they keep time. the minutes the minutes yeah the the person keeps the minutes so they like record everything like in mm-hmm. a diary somewhere oh i like that that like there's this person who's been taking like this one family has been taking the minutes the entire time generation to generation yeah. and so we yeah. get this old ass actor Who's mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the latest per- or it can be it can be a normal or normal geez that's that's ageist <laughs> can be a normal person uh, well no, someone be- around Danny DeVito's time like it has to be someone oh, sure. who's like you know mm-hmm. so it would have to be an older person that's true uh, what if it was a lady that plays McGonagall no Dame Maggie I'm Smith really number one Dame Mag- <laughs> Maggie Smith I, I would say Dame Maggie Smith is, I would argue, older by a country mile yeah, than Danny old. DeVito. But I the like thing the is idea. Those jobs end up going to older people. They do. So they do. Danny must have been young at the time while she was mm-hmm. already older. And yes. now she's even more aged. But anyways, we could do something. No, else. I like no, I like that a lot. That was actually, to be honest, okay. who I had initially too, when I was like, who's an old person that I would trust <laughs> to be an <laughs> actor? Um and yeah, I think Maggie Smith would be great. Um and so they go see her and she's like, this has it all. And these are all the minutes from all the meetings. <sighs> Does Maggie do English accent, like American accents? I'm sure she does. I've never heard it, but I'm sure she does. What if it was Meryl Streep instead? I mean, that's fine. Is she too diva for that? Is she too diva for that? I think she would, she would, I think she would still focus in a way. Okay, yeah, yeah. I but I like I it could be open to Meryl. I was thinking either that or Judy Dench, but she can't do an American mm. accent to save her life. Okay. Um uh Helen Mirren, maybe. Yeah. Or um Helen Mirren. <laughs> hey, I was Let's gonna do her. Helen Mirren, great, cool, 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 yeah. cool. Sylvester Stallone and Helen Mirren back again in action. Um, mm-hmm. Did you see that interview with Helen Mirren recently where she said Dodgeball's her favorite movie of all time? Was that from the the red carpet? I think it was from like a red carpet or like a Vanity Fair thing. And she's just like, I oh, love yeah, yeah, the film. Inter- yeah. She's like, was sick. she serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I love it. I'll now watch I want to go watch it. Like. Well- like what is she getting out of this it's so good i love what i love it so much um like admitting you like hente Mm -hmm. sorry Um, no you're you are but it's fun no um (laughs) you're being funny which is the point of the podcast um uh, so they talk to her they got a big journal full of stuff sly is like oh my god 
this proves everything. You you weren't full of shit, Daddy DeVito. Uh-huh. Um, and then so they decide to burn the PlayStation to the ground. And then that's when the tense may- moment with the baby happens. Because something goes wrong, obviously. And so there's like a moment where like something she collapses. She doesn't get out in time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the baby's there and Danny DeVito's like, throw me the baby. You know, you're not going to make it or whatever. And she chucks him the baby and he makes sure to get the baby out. And then and then he hands the baby to Sylvester Stallone and he goes, I got to go back in there. And he goes and he saves his daughter. Mm. And it's like, even though I'm not your real dad, I'm the only dad you have. Give me a hand. <laughs> you know, that sort of I thing. Like that. That's cute. Yeah. And then um, then they cut to like next day and they build a community center or whatever it is. Mm. Or they started a neighborhood watch or whatever it is. A new one. With a new leader. Oh, mm-hmm. this time maybe maybe Danny's the leader? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Reinforce. Yeah. Do you want to do a wee bit of uh, a lightning round? Oh, who do you think would be good to direct it? Oh. <sighs> okay, I don't know a lot of director names, but I would say the same. Uh, Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael? <laughs> that's the worst person to direct that movie oh my god um who does the fast and furious and i tell you i don't know i always just kind of assumed it was vin diesel going you know (laughs) you know what vin diesel's the director there we go (laughs) he's directed things in the past okay yeah yeah Fuck it. Why not? Vinny. Vinny <laughs> D. Not? Live a little. Um, who should do the music, do you think? Um, Hans Zimmer, of course. Hans Zimmer. Excellent. So it's going to just sound like ambient noise. Cool. Love it. <laughs> no, just drums. and. <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay. Great. It's very thrilling. It's a thriller. Yeah. It's a thriller. It's like thriller comedy. Reinforce. About... Yeah. <laughs> You don't often see a thriller comedy. Uh, we'll be the first. You will be the first. Or one of the rare ones. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so the way this works is we both have the same word. I do mm-hmm. a pitch. You try and keep it within a couple of sentences, and then you do a pitch. So okay. the first we don't one have is... to give like... Wait, I just... mm-hmm. Sorry, I want to yeah, clarify. Yeah, we don't have ahead. to... Do we have to give like the actor's names and director's names and all that? Just the no, story, no. right? Yeah, just the plot. Okay, okay. Yeah. So okay. genuine is the first one. Genuine is for me about a ring that has been passed on for generations and everyone thinks that it's worth a certain amount of money and then they realize they don't, right? As they're going to sell it to keep their house. And it's a drama starring uh, Frances McDormand. Okay. Genuine for me is a rom-com about a woman who is uh, stuck with a bunch of friends that she just always had since college and she never dropped them from her life even though she's an adult woman in her 30s now and so she's on the hunt for better friends and she realizes they've been around her her whole time the whole time and it's just people that she had like a, like in her vicinity either through work or the bar that she goes to just people that have always helped her out and then she realized those are the genuine relationships that she was those are the friends we made along the way <laughs> that's excellent yeah love it uh minority um minority is about a 
singular blue city in a red state and having to deal with that starring Ethan Hawke as well-meaning country liberal. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is just me living in Kentucky and I'm just like <laughs> relating to it more than like I'm in Louisville. You know what? Fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry Nova. to put you on blast. It was just so, I was just like, oh my God, is this a documentary about my life? <laughs> um, actually, my, when I heard the word minority, I immediately thought of doing like a, like a dark documentary, like one of those, um, uh, the, gosh, the something of, I forgot there was a documentary I'm thinking of that reminded me of it but anyways like a documentary style film uh but it's not a documentary it's it's a film film Mm -hmm. but it has the feel of like it's based on a true story type of thing and it's like following like it's following um the story of like uh, a minority Mm -hmm. living in uh New York City during Mm -hmm. the height of police surveillance Mm -hmm. and um just there but the it's it's the 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 thing that makes it interesting is the way that it's directed Mm. it's um I don't want to say a fisheye lens but it's it's like basically like the person behind the camera is the person like you're seeing from their perspective Mm. most of the majority of the time oh so it's like even the whole time Mm -hmm. yeah yeah nice yeah there we go very cool like that yeah um tension tension Mm -hmm. For me, tension is about a an immigrant from Greece who comes to America to become a massage therapist. <laughs> I love it. Um, Danny DeVito is definitely in that one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. He, he owns the the school, and he's so, going to teach. Yeah. A, Gonna teach you how to touch people. (laughs) Not just physically, but emotionally too. You gotta touch them over here first. Exactly. (laughs) Here, um, then there. Tension for me is like a Taken style movie. And it's just, it happens over a 24 hour period. And um, what's it called? Um, It takes place in the hospital. And it's about a character who is suffering from hypertension (laughs) perfect amazing you'll love to see it um i have one more and it's Mm -hmm. behead but i did read it as bedhead so if you'd rather do bedhead that's fine too but behead um it's a soccer movie it's a soccer movie about a kid who is really bad at soccer until he uses learns to not use his feet but uses his head instead and he's just you got to be the head and he's just bolt <laughs> and it's cute it, it's cute it's very cute yeah <laughs> i like that you turned that word into something sweet uh i was going more of the horror direction and it's just very like on the nose it's, it's about so it's a th- it's a horror thriller uh friday the 13th style you know just this person that goes around beheading people because um they want to add it to their collection and make like puppets out of people's heads (laughs) when you said puppets out of people's heads you know those like um (laughs) like taxidermy yeah Um, sorry go ahead those those plastic um (laughs) 
you know, uh, you get like a stick with like a dinosaur head on the top of it, and you like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, like duck, duck, yeah. duck. that's literally what was in my brain. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. I'm glad it was communicated well. Like, yeah, yeah, we just your lips to God's ears, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what do you want people to know about you besides the fact that you're good at improvising films? uh well thank you <laughs> I think that is a huge compliment even though I thought I sounded but no um, great great app thank you thank you I appreciate it uh let's see I am a stand-up comedian I've been doing comedy for five years what? and yeah and <laughs> you knew that yeah yes how we met I've been doing something doing being stupid on purpose <sighs> okay <laughs> sorry but what? yeah I just had my five-year comedy anniversary can't you believe it um yeah nice. I've gotten more comfortable on stage I, I feel like myself like I, it's so fun um what else I'm a middle school science teacher I teach eighth grade science at an all boys middle school fuck me um <laughs> let's see <laughs> I'm trying to get out I don't so want, those I don't of want you who are just w. listening the face <laughs> Anna made after she said that just looked like it was like Tom Hanks like at, the of, at the end of Castaway just like oh my god <laughs> Because, you know, I go back in a week, right? Oh, God. Yeah. God bless. Yeah, just, Stronger uh, than the thank Marines. You. Thank you. Yeah. No, I literally say that on stage. I'm <laughs> like, braver than the Marines. And then I get, either I get claps or I get silence. It depends where, which part of the country I'm at. I'm like, okay, you guys ain't need your, I get it. Um, but take a moment. Yeah, that's very uh, good. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's. That's me in a nutshell, comedy and teaching. I am That's defined you, by my occupation. <laughs> um, I'm 33 year old. I'm single. Uh, hit me up. <laughs> oh, I have a I have a leading question for you. What's your Twitter handle? At Anum Last. A as an Alpha. N as a Nancy. N as a Nancy. A as an Alpha. M as a Mary. And then the word Last all together. Anum Last. It's almost like you have had to maybe spell your name a few times for people who don't understand yeah. it. Hmm. Yeah, for hmm. sure, for sure. Hmm. 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 Uh, Very interesting. But, yeah. Uh, I speak now to you, the listener, and remind you that you can go to tristanmiller.substack.com for early releases of the episodes, the visuals of the episodes, and then also movie reviews. So go there, throw me a couple bucks if you want. If not, I understand we're all poor um Adam, thank you very much for being on the the on the show is so much show so much lovely so much lovely to have so, so much fun it was so much fun <laughs> I, I can't, can i tell you this room does not have ac in it and it's been getting hotter and hotter oh my and so god I, it's, so it's not your fault i picked the room i so much <laughs> but my brain has been like for the last like three minutes i have no <laughs> idea what's coming out of my mouth but thank you so much for doing the show yeah and this was so fun thanks for having me would love to have you back on again great job a plus hey this time you get an a plus thanks <laughs> <laughs>